Hello and welcome. You're listening to Start Again with Shauna Lee, the place where you will be reminded that it's never too late and you're never too old to do the damn thing. So stick around if you're ready to vibe higher and be inspired to chase your dreams. Together, we will uncover your soul's truest desires. Now, if you're ready, let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Start Again with Shauna Lee. Today, I'd like to introduce you to my new online friend, Lisa Lee. She is coming to us all the way from Australia, and we met in one of my favorite uh, online groups uh, designed to empower women around money mentality. So Lisa, thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. I am so excited to introduce you to my audience, and um, I would love to know uh, a a quick little intro from you, um, how you identify as a Start Again Queen. Yeah, so I, I actually sat with this question for a little bit, and I wonder if that's because as women, we, you know, don't really identify as, you know, starting again, because we just keep moving through life. But definitely when I separated from my marriage, um, 2012, I was 29 and I had met him when I was 15. So Mm. that was my entire life. And when I found myself not in that marriage anymore, not in that relationship, it really did feel like I was starting again um, because that was the only life I had ever known was with him. Yep. And so definitely started again as, you know, a single mom, um, working single mom, and just trying to navigate my new life. So definitely mm-hmm. that's probably where, yeah, the start again was. And definitely that has been a theme among my guests. Obviously my my book was all about recovering from divorce, so um I'm gravitating to that group of women who know all too well what it means to truly start again after a a deep loss. Um, So when you look at, well, and actually before I ask my next question, uh, I'm curious if you would tell the audience a little bit about um, your business and um, where you used to be and what you're focused on now, that sorts of things would be really helpful um, context. Yeah, so, and I'll try not to um, ramble on too much as I I tend to do when I get on a roll. But yeah, I met um, my ex-husband when I was 15. I guess we were both, you know, traumatized young people coming together and then had a family. And I had my first baby when I was 16. I have five children um, with him. And within the first couple of years, it became it was abusive but I didn't know it I didn't understand what what it was and it would be another couple of years before I would hear the term domestic violence and then start to think oh my gosh this is what I'm this is my life um and so I suppose the last five years before actually leaving um and I do refer to it as escaping because when there is violence and abuse and control in relationships, we don't just leave. It's it's very much a you know a planned um, episode. 
Um, and I needed absolutely mention. Yeah. I, you know what? I once believed that the only way out of my relationship would be in a body bag because he had become so violent and so controlling that I just, yeah, it was just such a challenging time. And so once I did, we did have a, an episode, um, I needed police intervention. I had to take out what we call an apprehended violence order here in Australia to prevent him from, you know, coming to my home, from contacting me because of the nature of what had transpired. And then I, it was probably a few years after that, I thought I really need to start my healing journey. I spent a few years just really bouncing around, you know, not really knowing who I was, um, not really knowing what I wanted from life. I was enacting all sorts of, of trauma responses. And I started Lisa's Sanctuary as my own healing tool to share my story, to, you know, just really, I guess, get those words and the, the, the experiences out of my head. And then mm -hmm. I found women who just resonated with my story and they started reaching out and, you know, telling me that, oh, my God, I always thought I was crazy. I can't believe that somebody else is, you know, has been through this too. And then it just sort of went from there. And then a couple of years ago, I came across a hypnotherapist and it was a game changer for me along my healing mm -hmm. journey, um, hypnotherapy was. So I've qualified, I've certified and qualified in hypnotherapy um, with two different schools. And that's where I'm at now is offering, you know, hypnosis, um, healing with hypnosis because yeah, it was just such a game changer for me in, yeah. in many years oh of gosh. talking and talking and talking about things and never getting anywhere. Um, so that's yes. sort of how the sanctuary began and how it's been evolving over these last few years. I've just, it's been a natural, I guess, evolvement just as, I've just listened to what other people um, are saying to me, you know, are wanting the questions and I just, yeah, it's that support, I guess, community. Well, absolutely. And there's, you hit on something that I think is so, so powerful about um, when we share our story, especially the ones that we're super timid to start to share the ones that we have a lot of shame and guilt around, um, what I have found to be true 100% of the time is when people share their story, it's so, first of all, it, it takes the, it takes some of the sting out of the story. It starts to hurt a little less. It starts to be a little less ridden with guilt. Um, but it does exactly what you said for other people in that they can see themselves in your story and they don't feel alone and they know they're not crazy. And Oh my God, I'm not the only one that this has happened to. Yeah. And exactly. there is so much power in that moment that I, I love that. And I love that you obviously took a horrible situation and have turned it around in a way to help other people. I think that's beautiful. And I love the name by the way, Lisa's sanctuary. And it hits yeah. on another really important, um, 
element that I've heard from other coaches, and that is um, we as coaches are healing and helping other people at the same time. Like we are we're helping other people to heal through our own healing. There's there's something beautiful about that happening all together. So I really commend you for this work that you're doing. That is amazing. Thank you. I appreciate that. So when you look at your story, what do you think is the most inspiring part of that? I think <clears throat> I struggled with this question, actually, because... Um, <laughs> Again, I think as women, we sort of, you know, we, we question ourselves with, oh, is there really an inspiring part of my story? But I think that it's just around, you know, the leaving and the escaping the relationship. Many don't. And we hear of, mm-hmm. you know, many, and particularly in Australia, we hear of many women who die before they're able to leave. And it's scary. So the unknown Mm -hmm. is just so scary. And even though I felt like I was a single mum with a husband, there was something really scary about just flat out, you know, solo parenting. Um, Like I said, with the apprehended violence order that we had, he wasn't allowed to contact me. So there was no, you know, help. There was no support. And not that there was much anyway, um, but that Mm -hmm. was just, taken away and I had to rely on other people while I was working full time so I yeah I think it's that making those steps and look absolutely solo parenting raising five children on my own um I would love to think that that's inspiring oh it absolutely (laughs) is every like you did it you left you got out of the situation which also is such I like to remind women that when we do these scary, scary things and we actually do it, the example we're setting for our children on what is possible and what we don't have to tolerate is so important. So again, I commend you for that. That is amazing. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's setting a a really great example for them. Um, Oh, I just had another follow-up question and it went poof. It went away. It'll come back. It'll come Um, back. It will come back. Um, So I guess the other thing I wanted to ask was, you know, one, the inspiring side of things, but also, you know, the challenging side of things. What was the most surprising challenge? Like, I think we all expect, yes, raising children single-handedly is difficult. Oh, it came back. See, I told you it'd come back. (laughs) I was wondering. It always does. So I remember being in that same exact moment thinking, gosh, I feel like I've been doing all this work all by myself anyways, but I was still terrified to truly do it on my own. And I'm curious to know if you experienced the same thing for me when I really was doing it on my own, which it is difficult. It is challenging. It was easier than what I was doing previously. Yes. I have spoken about this before. So absolutely. I felt like a single mom with a husband. Um, but when he wasn't there in the in the house anymore, I remember saying to people, it is so much easier to get the kids ready in for school in the morning without another person just asleep on the lounge. That was the most frustrating part for me was I had this other adult, grown adult 
parent in the home who wasn't helping me, you know, get kids ready, get breakfast, pack bags, driving to school. I was doing all of that. So when he wasn't there anymore, I actually lost a lot of that frustration with, oh, my God, will you just get up and help me and do something to just switching to, well, I have to do this. This is what I'm doing. And I just got on with it. So I I actually, to agree, it did feel easier. If you have a supportive partner and a parent who is hands-on, then absolutely I think it would have been a much bigger, you know, there would have been a, a lot of challenges, a lot of differences. It would have been harder. But, yeah, to not have another person there who just didn't do anything was easier because I just needed to get on with it. Yeah, and I found even, so it it was a little different for me. It was merely the removing of the stressful situation, the tension in the house, not having that additional emotional baggage on top of doing all the things. I I think when that was removed for me, I was like, oh, wow, this is just a whole lot easier. Like, yes, I'm having to take my own trash out. Yes, I'm having to fix the things that break. But there's none of that extra emotional turmoil anymore. And that just made it feel lighter and easier to handle, which was surprising for me. And I have come so far, uh, fully very long way to get back to my question, which was what is the most surprising challenge you faced on your journey and how did you overcome it? The most challenging thing I found was um, the grief that I felt because when I left that relationship, I, you know, wasn't interested in continuing the relationship. I knew I had to get out. I knew it wasn't healthy. I knew my children were suffering and were impacted by it. But the grief that I felt for the future that I should have had and the relationship that I wished I had, uh, that was the most challenging part. And to overcome that was... I had to feel it. I had to sit with it. I had to acknowledge that I was allowed to feel grief for something that I was just never going to have. There was a future, there was a relationship, there was a family that I that I hoped for, that I wished for, that I dreamed of, and that was never going to happen anymore. It was never going to be possible. And I think that even when you move on and, you know, find, if you do find another partner, it's just not the same as having that family unit that you originally imagined having. And so that was the most challenging part for me that I I didn't want to be with him. I didn't want him back. I absolutely knew I deserved better. But that family unit, I guess, for my children um, was never going to be. And that was the most challenging for me because I wasn't expecting it. Oh, absolutely. I resonate with so much of what you're sharing. I I completely agree. Um, And when you look back at the younger you, what advice, and very young, by the way, starting a relationship at 15, like that actually was a question I wanted to ask you. What is the legal age to get married in Australia? Um, 18. Okay, so it was very young. Yes, yeah, and actually the legal age of consent is 16 in Australia. So I I was under the legal age of consent as well. 
um, and then got married when I was 20. So when you look at the very, very younger you, what advice would you give to her now, knowing what you know now? Oh, the very younger me, I would say. That's actually a tough one because what I immediately want to say is like run, <laughs> just leave, um, don't get involved, you know, stay in school. But I do acknowledge that I was experiencing quite a traumatic, challenging time when I was a teenager that I understand um, how I, you know, entered that relationship, how I became involved with, you know, him um, and just wanting to, you know, grow up quicker and wanting my, you know, independence away from my parents' home. And there was just, yeah, a whole sequence of events. But I just, I think the the biggest thing is we can't do it alone um, to reach out for support and help um, with, you know, situations like that because it took me a long time to realise that what I was living wasn't okay, that it was domestic violence, that it was abuse. And I just didn't have that that support network to really, you know, guide me through that. Yeah, that's that's really good. And I think that is important to to say out loud, but I think it very specifically gives women permission to know that it's okay to need help. And especially in a situation that's as volatile as domestic violence, yeah. you have to have help in order to get out. Yeah. And I think the thing is, we, yeah, that's very we are wired to, to say out loud. So I appreciate you bringing that connection. up. Um, so, and somewhere along the line, yeah. I am picking up bits and pieces and I can hear you. And what you were saying was oh. we're wired for community. And I think what you were saying, and I'm hoping I'm catching it because Squadcast does this amazing thing where they capture the audio separately. So I'm hoping yours is actually, I'm just not hearing you, but it's capturing. But just in case you were saying we're wired for community, but I think where you were going with that was in those situations, we are intentionally pulled away from our community and isolated because that's how the abuse can perpetuate. Yes, absolutely. Um, Cause violence thrives in silence. We have two more questions. My next one is, where are you going from here? Uh, so where I'm going from here is more of an advocacy and support pathway. Um, and yeah, offering, uh, it's a coaching program, but I want to really help women to heal from the abuse and trauma that they've experienced. So really looking into... Um, what's worked for me, what I've experienced, um, what's, you know, what's helped me the most and supporting other women um, with, with that. That is amazing. And I know that someone listening is going to want to work with you. So how can people find you? 
So I'm Lisa's Sanctuary on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and at www.lisasanctuary.info is my website. Um, but yeah, I'm on social media, just a few of them. If you want to check out my story, what I'm doing, um, yeah, what I'm all about. Well, I love that. And I have really enjoyed our conversation today, despite our little glitchy in technology. It was a lovely conversation. And I know you have kiddos to get off to school. So thank you for joining me today. And we will definitely be staying in touch. Yeah, thank you very much for that. I really appreciate it. Um, it started off so well. And sorry, I got a bit disjointed there. But absolutely, I'd love to love to stay in contact. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. Okay, listen, are you struggling to find what your true purpose really is? You should try journaling. At the very least, it will get you to a better feeling place than where you are right now. I've created a set of journal prompts to get you on your way to discovering who you truly are and where you want to go from here. My free download is called Journal Yourself to Joy, and it's available at shaunalee.com under free stuff. These are my tried and true journal prompts that will raise your energy, increase your positivity, and brighten your day. Download yours today. Thank you.